come on. I, I know you don't have enough to book him on, but at least you could call him in for questioning, sweat him a little bit. I thought you weren't going to tell me my job. Well, I changed my mind. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Pretty good. How you doing? Anything new and exciting? Not really. That Just had a short question. vacation. That's why we're... Uh, basically running this a little bit late <laughs> so yeah we thought we could squeeze it in before i left but it didn't really happen that way no but we're back but you know what now we're refreshed sure you are you are at least I yeah know. i guess so but, i guess that's one way but, to look at it yeah yeah so, sometimes uh, you know you, you got to change it up and sharpen the saw sure have you ever you've heard that right stephen covey sharpen the saw no, I haven't. Yeah. I don't know what you're oh, talking okay. about. Yeah, I've never uh, yeah. If you if you've ever read um, Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, or if you've heard of no, because I am from... <laughs> not a highly successful person. So. But so, like back in like I don't know what it's the '80s or the '90s. So Stephen Covey wrote this book. No, and I remember the, that was all the rage. One of the rules yeah. is you know sharpen the saw was like you got to take a break, you got to refresh, you can't. Uh, or like the story Abe Lincoln right was like chopping down a tree, or if they said. If I gave you eight hours to chop chop down a tree, how long would it, you know, I don't know. He said something like, I spent seven hours sharpening the axe and one hour chopping the tree or something. Something like that, you know. Like, you got to relax. I don't know. (laughs) It's way more than I wanted to talk about, but. um, All right. Well, good. Good to have you back, Mike. Good good to be back from vacation. Have you uh, watched anything lately? Anything new-ish? You know, so sadly... So I watched um, the whole family. We're watching uh, The Walking Dead. <laughs> you watched the whole. So, family. oh okay. So, I know it's. I mean, it's been out kind of old school. Know. Yeah, it is. It's old, but the kids, you know, they really wanted me and my wife to watch it. You know, I was always like, yeah, you know, I'll watch that. I don't care. I'll give it a shot. But yeah. she was like, no, 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 no. And then finally, one day, I don't know what it was. She was like, maybe just to shut everybody up. She's like, okay, put it, you know, fine. So we watched one episode. She's the biggest fan. She's a oh, bigger yeah. fan than anyone else. Yeah, she's like, every day she tries to plan around like, all right, is everyone going to be home? Can we watch another episode tonight? So she's yeah. really excited, you know. She's into it. So <laughs> there you have it. But that's what we've watched. And uh, I think we're on like season three, so we've been kind of binging. Um but yeah, that, you know, it's pr- it's pretty good. I like it. I like everything pretty much though. So, um, have you seen it? You know, I started watching it when it first came out, and I got tired of it pretty quick. Actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know why. I just like, eh, I don't know. I lost it. I I don't remember how many seasons I watched when it was first out. Maybe one or two, like first two, and then I kind of like lost yeah. interest. I'm not sure. Yeah, I could see I could see it tapering out after a few seasons, but um, I don't know. I'll see. I'll see how long I can hang in there. So far, so good. How about you? Um, yeah, I've watched a few things because uh, I was on vacation, you know. So I heard see what I've been watching. Um, hijack on Apple TV. Did I mention that already with Idris Elba? He's high on, a, high, on an airplane that's been hijacked. I don't think so. If okay. he did, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> and he's trying to, you know, he's kind of like trying to help him, but not really help him because basically he wants to make sure they all live. But he's, I don't know, it's really weird, kind of hard to explain, but it, it's it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's a series or what? Yeah. On Apple okay. TV gotcha. Plus, whatever. Um, also, uh, The Lincoln Lawyer had his second season. Um, and that just started. So I started watching that when I was on vacation. Um, and then I got irritated when I found out halfway through that they split the season up into two parts. Oh, and the wow. second part's coming in August. I was very angry about that. Yeah, I don't like that shit. But yeah, um, so I I watched that. It was good. First part of it. 
Um, I also started watching a show. I remember reading about it before. It's called Deadlock. D-E-A-D-L-O-C-H. Okay. So Dead Lake, basically. Um, it's So I'm going to read how it's described. It's an Australian crime mystery black comedy television series. Um, basically, it's like a sleepy little town. This one lady's a cop there, and there's some backstory about why she's in this tiny little, uh, on this tiny little like island in Tasmania or whatever. And they find that someone finds a dead body, and things kind of get crazy from there. Like I remember reading an article about it, and they're like, it's kind of like a parody almost of like shows like Broadchurch, which are like super dark and depressing. This is like there's still a murder thing going on, but they're like making it a little bit lighter and kind of not really making fun of those shows, but kind of, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Interesting. Um, and I just saw one thing. They're like, they call it a feminist comedy. I'm like, well, yeah, okay. It has a lot of women, but that's whatever. It's fine. <laughs> you it know, I couldn't tell if they were like feminist. shitting yeah. on it or what, you know, cause you know, female cops and female yeah. two women detectives or whatever. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, um, I've been enjoying that. I forget how many episodes I'm in on that one. And then, like I told you, yesterday we just went to see the Mission Impossible movie. Oh, yeah. Dead yeah. Reckoning Part 1. Kind of mad about that being two parts, too. <laughs> yeah. But it was like two and a half or whatever hours. So, you know, I don't know if I yeah, want it any longer. You're better, off, you're better off. Yeah. Right. When's the second half of that supposed to come out? Um, my like, daughter looked it up when we left next year, next summer. <laughs> yeah, that kind of that. Yeah, that I was kind of hoping it would be that. like I even hate like wait, this fall or this winter like, or something. Yeah, right. I mean, I hate even wait, waiting for like the new season or something to come out because a lot of times I lose interest. You know. Yeah, right. I forget all what happened. Stuff, but... and they have to go see it again. But, Maybe that's uh, their yeah, plan. That, Mission Impossible. Good but movies. no, it was good. Otherwise, never, it was never you know action packed. I thought you know obviously. Oh, that does remind me. I, there was one other movie that I watched. I don't What's think that? I talked about it last time. It was it. It's like Sisu S I S U. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it's like this. I don't know. It takes it takes place in Finland, I think. Um, and there's not a lot of not a lot of dialogue in the movie. But this Which is old good because you would be able to understand it. <laughs> yeah, right. There's subtitles. Yeah, there's this old dude, and he is like a gold miner, or he finds gold. He's like mining for gold, trying to mine his own business, like during the war or something like that. And then Nazis, like, find him and try to take his gold away. And then it just, it's just, it's just like a brutal movie from that point forward. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know, my kind of, my kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I mean, not like an Academy Award winner or anything, but it was interesting. <laughs> I stumbled. I stumbled across it. So, okay, uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got good ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, does it? Good. Good. Narratively good lean as it is, del- deliriously gory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some. Yeah, there's some like crazy creative scenes on this old dude just surviving, like how he survives, and yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to, no spoilers, but. Okay. Check it out if you like violence and gore. <laughs> check it out if you like violence. Yeah. <laughs> but, cool. Uh, it right. looks like, the, I, I saw a preview for a movie. I don't know if you've heard about it, but it's called The the Creator. Looks kind of weird and interesting. Wait, I feel like I have. It's about like AI type stuff. I don't know. And like robots and I don't know. It looks interesting. Like, yeah, it's not just about robot. It's like, you know, it's like uh, not a moral look at it. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but. I don't know. All this AI shit going down right now. I don't know that I need any. Uh, <laughs> is this a, like a fictional movie or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, I think it's going to it's going to be real enough. So <laughs> I don't I, I need to be f- frightened by uh, AI. Yeah. The IMDb a- any more just than I says. Read. The IB just says, described as a post-apocalyptic thriller involving a future impacted by a war between humans and AIs. Yeah, it's coming. And I saw, yeah, right? I mean, we already saw it in Terminator. Right? 
It's coming. Anyway, I was looking for something else. I thought I saw something else, but never mind. Okay, anyway, go ahead. What did uh, we watch for today if you have nothing else to talk about? For today, we went back to classic Rockford Files. Uh, season 3, classic. episode 1. A bicentennial episode, a bicentennial year episode. Yes, 1976. <laughs> I just realized that now. Uh, was it, it was called the Fourth Man. I'm now I'm trying to think why it was called that. <laughs> I was just doing that too, and I was like writing something. I'm like, why is it? Because I saw. I mean, I saw that obviously when I before I watched it. Then I watched it, and then I hadn't looked back at my notes. So I'm trying to piece together the Fourth Man, but yeah, who who knows? Um. But this got like what I, I don't know if this is an IMDb. I wrote down a rating seven point nine out of ten for this episode. Um, that's not my rating. That's a, a rating I captured from the internet. But yeah, um, I don't. Know. I, I I will say it. Um, for me, I, I don't think it was one of my favorite episodes of the show. It wasn't terrible, but I've definitely I've seen better. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't terrible. It was, yeah, it was a, um, I guess if you're going to go with a mediocre Rockford, it's still not bad. So. Yeah, no, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, There's a Bible passage about what the fourth man is, but really? I don't think it has anything to do with this because they talk about the seed of a woman next to this. He's a Passover lamb, and I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think it has really anything to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll maybe it'll we'll get an epiphany as we go through this and it'll occur to us. Maybe, this, but all right. So let's do we jump into it? Sure, go ahead. Oh, so this is one one thing. Um, I forget now. I don't. I didn't write down the actress's name. The Gretchen. Lori who played Lori. Oh, Sharon Glass. Sharon Glass. So I was watching it, and I remember her on the show. But I never put together that she was on Cagney and Lacey, like that same person, <laughs> because yeah. so much you know time had passed. But um, yeah, I was like, she's so familiar. Where do I know her from? Um, so I was kind of proud of myself, Mike, that I actually. I, I mean, it's an obvious one. I know you're like the obscure. You're like, did you know that he was the truck driver in the third episode of <laughs> Battlestar Galactica? And it, you know, no one would know that truck driver in Battlestar I, Galactica. I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grasping at straws, but okay. But yeah, so for like a main star, I actually recognized her. So okay, it's pretty good. All right, all right. Anyway, that's um, really has nothing to do with anything. So, <laughs> uh, so the show opens at an airport. And LAX, uh, yep. yeah, and this is where uh, Lori, the character Lori, sees uh, who she thinks is Daryl, someone by the name of Daryl. And um, she's like, Oh, hey, Mr. Whatever, you know, I recognize you. Um, you're a regular, and she's like a flight attendant or a booking agent or something. She's a reservation agent, yeah, okay, all right. So, you know, she's you know, hands on with the people, I guess, and uh. Back but then, he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He's like, um, no, no, you're mistaken. I'm not. That's not me. It's not where I. You don't know me. So yeah. she's like, pretty much. She's like, whatever. She knows. She knows him. Right. And to me, I thought in this scene because I even wrote it down that she tries to pretend that she knows him. Like it seemed to me like she was the one putting on an act that she <laughs> yeah. knew him versus him. Putting on an act that he didn't know her. I yeah, well, it's she almost like she let rattles off. She's like, she's like talking about all the places he's been, right? You know, yeah, like she and, tried a little too hard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's like, no, you, you know, whatever. And yeah, I don't know. Just I thought she was like setting him up. Like I thought she was going to be the bad person in this episode. <laughs> yeah, but turns out she is not. So then next we see she's just going to her car, right? Like end of a tough. Tough work day. She's going out to the car um, in the airport parking lot. <laughs> well, it was the end of the day. It was at night. It was night, yeah. So it's dark, and, you know, she hears someone walking behind her. And, you know, we see feet. Or, you know, not feet. We don't see, like, we see shoes of somebody walking. Um, and, you know, she speeds up a little bit. They speed up a little bit. So then she starts running. And, 
like suddenly this like creepy dude steps out in front of her and I'm trying to remember if he he just we he, didn't, he didn't shoot her or anything, right? She she just drops no. her wallet and takes off. Right, running. because like right when he appears, she kind of screams and a car behind her turns its lights on. Right, right. So she's able to get away. But I, I want to say a couple things about the scene. One, <clears throat> I don't know if you noticed, she's walking through the parking lot, and a lot of these cars do not have any license plates on them, <laughs> for one. <laughs> Didn't um, notice that. Two, like you keep hearing the noise of the person, other person walking, you know what I mean? The usual. Yeah. Clip, clop, clip, clop. And she's turning all around, and these cars, they're like up to her hip, basically, and she right. can't see this guy. I'm like, how do you not see him? He's If you yeah. can hear him. And he's just walking. You got to be able to see him over these cars. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Just my opinion. I thought about that too. I'm like, how how can she not see where he's coming from? But yeah, but at that point, she's pretty sure she knows who the guy is that she saw in the parking lot, and she immediately shows up at Jim's place. Right. Um, I guess she knows him already. They don't really explain. I like, want to say, like, at some point, she's like his girlfriend, like ongoing on the show. Well, no, I don't. I don't think so i think this is the only time she's in this show really they made it sound like you know they knew each other and you know he kissed yeah yeah him. he kisses like he's like he kisses everybody wrote this yeah. out. he's like richard dawson from the family feud he's like he everyone. is he, he is a player like, in this episode well i mean i think well, you know what show in general wait, wait, I think let's he's back up before. because yeah. this the the actual intro of the show you know how they do the, the recording yeah did, did you catch that on this one oh shit I did, but I can't remember what it says now. What it so it's now. some it's some guy's like, "Hey, uh, I found your black book in the parking lot, or something like that." He's like, um, "You know," and he's going to give it back to him. He's like, "You know, Anna, she's okay, but like, you know, Wanda, wow, you know, something <laughs> like that." It's like some guy found his black book and was like, you know, dating the girls in it or something. I don't yeah. know, but but yeah, that totally fit into this. Yeah, um, I, I I just looked. This is the only episode she's she's been in two episodes, but she played oh, wow. a different character at a different time. What the hell? Yeah, but they made it, it some, seem like there might have been something there in the past or whatever. Yeah, I have a and, messed up memory then. Huh? I have a I for some reason thought I remembered her being in the show. Like, oh no, you you might be thinking of the other person who shows up later. Yeah, um, Beth. Um, so anyway, they're at his. They're at. He goes to her place, I think, right? Or does she show yeah. up at his? I, right? Yeah. No, he goes. To, he goes to her place because yeah. he was going to stay. So they're the talking night. or whatever, <clears throat> and um, they leave because I think does he say? No, no. Because then I wrote down here that Jim brings her home. So regardless, it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, he brings her home. They but go to her th- place. Yeah, because he's talking, and I did like how he's like. Did you talk to the cops? She's like, yeah. He's like, what did they say? Attempted rape, muggy. <laughs> like, Jesus, yeah, right. The way he just Christ. drops it out there, I'm like, I know, dude. Just can you be a little back. more gentle? I know it's the '70s, but let's you know play it a little cool, right? Um, and she's like, I felt mortal. We all walk around like, like we are immortal. I'm like, okay, I guess so. I don't know. Eh, I don't and know then either. she said something about the employee shuttle. So yeah, he brings her home, and she has five roommates who are all gone because they're all flight attendants. Right, right. She actually says stewardesses, but uh, I Does know that's she? not acceptable. Yes. Okay, sorry. I just automatically changed it to the no, current term. That's the right thing to do, Mike. Yeah. So then he mentions, like, hey, your purse is missing, so this dude's going to have your address, and he can come find you. He's like, I'm going to go, I'll sleep on the couch. He can come find you and rape you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, And so he's like, I'm going to sleep on the couch. And she's like, no, 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 no. Um, they, you know, I don't know. She says, no, just go home. It'll be fine. He probably threw the wallet out, blah, 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 blah. And he said, you know, you're a good friend. And then they kiss. And that's when I wrote down, they kiss a little too long. Yeah. For just being friends and giving each other a peck on yeah. the cheek or something like that. And it was, know? it was the seventies, you know? It, right. It was a different time. I know. It was a different time. Different yeah. time. And then he's like, are you sure you don't want me to stay? <laughs> Yeah. And again, I wrote yeah. down, she is up to something. I still thought at this point that there was Did like, you really? Yes. Wow. I still I, thought that she was like, I don't know. I'm, I'm too accepting. Up. 
like oh my god she, she knows rockford they have a history she's yeah. a good guy i was already bought into it yeah but and let me say if that were me and that happened to me and uh, you know even as a, a man today um <laughs> and i went home and there was nobody home and i lost my wallet and someone tried to like attack me i would want someone to stay <laughs> i wouldn't want to stay there by myself that would suck yeah yeah but, i know all right but she's brave she's a brave one yeah she is so then we we cut back to rockford at at the trailer um and so he like just gets home i guess i don't know she's in bed and we see the dude breaking into her sliding glass door in the backyard or the patio or what, what have you Right, and um, and he did not make really much of an attempt to be quiet. Would you say that's the case? No, I mean he rammed a screwdriver in the side <laughs> of the door and was like, you know, prying at it. So. And then he like opens it and just goes, like throws it open. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I'll be quick. Yeah, yeah. I, I did like how when she uh, set her alarm, the good old fashioned alarm clock that people use on time bombs to. Oh that, yeah. Uh, did you notice? Like she set that thing all the way like on the other side of the room from her bed. Basically, I guess she's a heavy sleeper, so she really needs it all the way across there to wake up. Yeah, yeah. You want to make sure you don't hit snooze. You know. Um, oh. But she did. She, she locked her door, which is you know she hears something. Wait. She hears him come in. Right. Because okay. she hears him come in, and he. Has the squeakiest shoes throughout the house. Remember oh, I, that? I, did, I didn't notice that. No. Didn't notice that. It was. I, I wrote down. He has very loud shoes, and I'm like, comically loud shoes. It's like, <laughs> he's like a clown, <laughs> like clown shoes. Right. <laughs> like, like, what the hell? Like this guy is not even trying. And from what we find out later about who this guy is. I can't imagine how he's able to succeed in his job. Oh, right? <laughs> Especially starting in the parking lot. He's got, like, clogs on, and now he's got these squeaky shoes. Oh, man. What the hell? <laughs> All right, so she locks the door and calls uh, Rockford. I mean, maybe call the cops first. Yeah. Um, but she calls Rockford. He tells he her, tells to, call her to call the cops, I think, yeah. right? But, he, but he's on his way over. Yeah. And so then, then the guy starts picking the lock, the bedroom door lock. <laughs> Right. And, and I don't know about what your house is like, but at my house, it wouldn't take much to unlock the bedroom door or when, just kick it in. You know, like I mean, remember, just... like in your house, you know, our house is well. Actually, my house isn't really much newer than the house that I lived in growing up, but it has different kind of door locks. But you could put like a butter knife in there to unlock the door. You didn't oh, have yeah. to do anything. Or like, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You was... could almost will it to open, you know. <laughs> and if the lock, I, was I, remember duty, I remember running in the bedroom once, away, trying to get away from my brother and locking the door, and it didn't do very much. <laughs> no, and I think you could probably walk through the door if you gave you know oh, enough yeah. pressure. Yeah. It's not like solid oak doors or whatever. Right, but, right, right. I mean, unless um, you were some kind of rich person that lived in a really nice house that had like solid wood doors, but our doors were not right, solid. Right. And nor nor were lorries, I don't think, but uh, probably not. Um, then I, some kind of cat and mouse crap is going on because she like slips outside, yeah, and he goes outside, and she, she goes to the neighbor's door and goes down some stairs and up some stairs, and he goes up and he goes down. <laughs> it's like the scene from the Three Stooges where they're like <laughs> running in and out of the doors in the hallway, like that or Bugs Bunny or something. They're like yeah, all right. going outside, uh, up different doors and coming out other ones. But like exactly. several times, she like goes somewhere and goes down a couple steps and just stops and watches. I'm like, just fucking yeah. keep running. Like that's not a good hiding spot. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, and then what happens? So she runs, and then he sees her. At least we think he sees her, right? Right. Because and Jim shows up at that point. And then, like, all of a sudden, there's just, like, gunshots, like, erupting out. And he, no one gets hit. <laughs> the bam! And, yeah, the, the ricochet. And then, like, gunshot. Jim, like, I wrote down, like, Jim's like, hey, where is he? But he doesn't really look very hard at where he, for where he is. You know what I mean? So, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then the car just peels away, right? Right. And then Jim goes to run to his car, but his tires are flat. At least one of them is. Was that here? Was that in this yeah. scene? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. I think so. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, that was, no, no, that was later. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. But she's, again, she's convinced. Scenes messed up. She's convinced this is Mr. Farrell. That was his name. Yeah. The pa- the passenger. The guy, yeah, exactly. Like, piss him off. God. Um, so they go talk that, to Dennis. Is their buddy Den- yeah, the they, go, they go to talk downtown. to Dennis. Yeah. I like Dennis, you know? Yeah. He's like... He's like friendly and it's like you know on those cap shows there's the cap that's usually like a dick to the the PI. Right. He's like that guy but he's his friend too. Right. You know. Well, so. he's just pissed that he woke him up at like 3 in the morning or whatever it was. Yeah, but I just like the the banter they have. They just give each other shit constantly, you know. Yeah. Um, right. I know what you mean. All right. So they can't find a bullet. Cuz she actually she even says to him she's like I thought he was your friend. I'm like, he's oh, like yeah. he does, but he needs his full eight hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right, though. He was all pissed that Rockford was, like, it was like the end of his shift or something, and Rockford right. was trying to dump it on him. Yeah, and um, the, he even says that several cops were at the house, her place, and they found nothing. And, you know, Jim's like, hey, why don't you put an APB out on the guy? And he's like, but uh, they didn't see him, so they can't. So she thinks it's the guy from the airport, but he's like, I can't go on that, you know. And, just... and he's like, that's not even a good suspect, the guy's like, Yeah, yeah but he's like, why not just bring him in and sweat him out a little bit or something? But Yeah. So he's like, oh, yeah. Then he's like, I thought you weren't going to tell me how to do my job. And he's like, I changed my mind. Yeah. Because, you know, Rockford's also kind of a grump, you know, a lot of times. He's just kind of always oh, yeah. kind of irritated with everybody. Yeah. Um. Then, then what? We go back to the trailer. He's talking. Yeah. Uh, Rockford's talking to his dad, Rocky, and yeah. um. He's he's telling him that he wants to get this guy somehow with with bait, but he won't say what he's gonna do. Yeah. But Rocky's like, Rocky's like, I don't like the way I don't. I uh, you know I know I, yeah. I know where you're going, and I don't I don't like this. <laughs> so. Um, he, I don't know. Rockford's like trying to get them to leave the room so he can <laughs> right. get his gun out of the cookie jar. And, yeah. Uh, uh, they don't. They won't leave, so he just pulls it out. And he's like, "Yep, yeah, I knew it." <laughs> it's, uh, danger. But uh, let's see. So then, yeah, oh. Jim picks up Angel, and Angel takes him to some, I don't know, little tiny <laughs> shack, basically that he's going to yeah. rent for a hundred dollars a day. And I was thinking about that. That's a lot of fucking money back in 1976. Hell $100 yeah. A day. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but I got to say, you, it'd be nice to have a friend like Angel. Like everyone should have a friend like Angel who is like seedy <laughs> from, the, from the streets. But, can, you know, if you need something, he can get it. You right. Know? He might try to rip you kinda, off. He's also kind yeah. of afraid of everything. So, yeah. you know, yeah. he's not going to like murder you. Um, right. So, yeah. he'll, he'll try to scam you, but he won't murder you. Yeah. But yeah, they get in a fight about something because Angel wants to like hang there. I don't know what they're uh, what they're fighting about, but basically at this point, Rockford just takes off without him. Right. And, like, leaves him there. There. He's like, I don't have a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he goes to a coin shop, and I wasn't sure what this was about. Why he was going to a coin shop. Oh, and by the way, I did notice there was a Nathan's hot dogs in the back um, behind him. Oh. So he goes up to the mailman. He, like, starts telling him a story about how he works at that coin place that he, the mailman just left. He's like, oh, yeah, I need to get some mail. I just need to see if something was sent out. I don't want to send out another one. But can I just look? And the mailman lets him, like, look at the mail. Right. Like, he a holds social it. engineering. Yeah. Yeah, he holds it. And he basically gets some guy's name off of it. And I'm like, oh, he's going to pretend like he's that guy. But no, he pretends like he knows that guy, which I guess makes more sense. Yeah, I don't know. It was a little, yeah. <laughs> it was a little too much. I don't know. So why did he go to the coin shop? Because that's where Farrell works. Oh, okay. <laughs> Farrell owns makes it, sense. I say. Okay, all right. All right, so he goes in there and pretends to know some other dude. Does he mention Farrell? Well, no, he's talking to Farrell. So he's talking to the Farrell Oh, guy. yeah, that's right. Okay, you're right. right. And he, I was said, he was says he knows else. this guy, and he wants to buy something for 50 bucks, blah, 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 blah. And the guy kind of ditches. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, hold on. And he kind of ditches him and then calls that guy to see if he sent anyone over there. 
Right, right. And at first I thought, uh oh, the jig is up. But that was the whole point. He knew that the jig was going to be up. Rockford did. Right. Um, he knew. He knew that he'd blow his own cover. Yeah, exactly. But I did have a question. Did this guy, Farrell, look weird? Like I thought he was like wearing a disguise or something at first. Like yeah, his makeup looked funky, but it's just. Him. I think it's that those '70s eyeglasses, and he had a mustache. So, it and maybe he it, really didn't have a mustache, so that was glued on. <laughs> I don't. It just looks like a disguise. I don't know. Right? Didn't it look? Like I, I thought he was gonna like rip it off and be like someone totally different. Yeah, I, I could see that. But he never did. Um, oh yeah, then like when he goes and pays for the the coin, he's like, "Oh, here, I just got a bank check." He's like, uh, "I just got an account. I don't. They don't have my name and anything on it yet." Yeah, trust right? me. Right? Or did it have his? Yeah. Ad, no, no, it didn't. It didn't have yeah, any. He's like, "Yeah, I didn't get any of those printed checks yet." So it's this and like, like generic. Can you imagine going to a store now? Here, here's a check with nothing on it. <laughs> like, is this good? Are you cool with that? Right. Right. You don't need to see an ID either, right? We're good. Yeah. So So then he tells the ladies like, Hey, call the bank. And right. he did have an account set up though, because that's how they got the address. Oh, is it? Yeah, I'm assuming. I didn't even know. I didn't even I didn't even follow that through, but Yeah. Um, I think he I think he opened some rinky dink account just to do that. Oh, to to have the address of the house he rented. Yes. Because that's gotcha. when he goes there. And just kind of sits there and hides, waiting for someone to break in. Okay, yeah, I never, yeah, I I didn't put those details together, but yeah, makes makes sense now. Okay, yeah, okay, so yeah, they they kind of sit at the house, and Angel comes. This is when Angel comes, and he wants to hang out. Right. And Rockford's like, "What the hell are you doing here?" I mean, like, you know, he's like crouched behind a couch with a gun in yeah. his hand because he wants to know what's happening. Right, right. <laughs> and he's like. And then he's like, he pulls his gun like an angel. He's like, you wouldn't shoot me for $100, would you? Because he's talking about how he kind of ripped him off for their room. Right. And he's like, I'd shoot you on principle. <laughs> yeah. But it so, sounds yeah, like so, Angel kind of didn't really, Angel got the room from the house from somebody. And it wasn't 100 bucks, And he charged him $100 to make a little money off right. top. Right. Which, I mean, Which I, you know. Yeah. Capitalism. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so then they're, now they're both scrunched down hiding and the dude, we just see like this glove come climbing through the window. Um, <laughs> and then he comes in like right where Angel is crouching down. And right. Angel just panics and like screams or shoot him, Jim, shoot him. <laughs> and uh, that's so like a shootout breaks out in the, yeah. in the dark. Uh-huh. And, um, and this is where then Farrell jumps into the car and takes off. And then Rockford jumps in, right. or he's going to jump in his car to go after him, but his tires are slashed. Did you? I don't know. I thought this was kind of funny. I wrote down how the guy kind of jumps in his car and, like, leisurely leaves. Because it's almost like, I mean, he didn't, like, take off slow, but it was almost like he got in the car and, like, adjusted himself a little bit. <laughs> he went, like, lit, he was lit a cigarette. Put <laughs> uh, a seatbelt on. Yeah. By the way, seatbelt use non-existent in this show. Not even no. like pretending like they were going to use it. No, no. Nor did anyone in the seventies really. <laughs> no, I, I didn't use the seatbelt in the seventies either. No. But you know what, nope. Mike? We sat in the back seat, so we were safe. Yeah, <laughs> and cars were made of steel back then. So, <laughs> so um, yeah. So you would literally the car would just stop, and you would just go flying. Yeah, right. The, it's uh, called the, inertia. <laughs> the absorption of the the windshield would save you. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, so now we're at the police station, right? Yeah. And they're interrogating Farrell. Yep. And he's pretty calm. He's like, yeah, yeah. whatever. I didn't do anything. And um, they still can't positively identify him. He's trying to get Angel to say it, but Angel's like, well, it's dark. I didn't really see. Right. Exactly. Uh, so, you know. And he gives some story like he think he thought that Lori was trying to scam him out of some coin purchase. He was trying to purchase some eighteen thirty eight right. oh half dollar. And by the yeah, way, I like, looked it up. I looked. Did you look up the coin? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just wanted to see if it was like a real thing. Like you know, like uh, a lot of times they just make shit up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not that there wouldn't be one, but and I looked up that and. The fact highest, checker. huh? You're a fact checker, right? Exactly. I want to make sure they're not giving us um, shit. Yeah. 
But the highest auction price for one of those for a proof was uh, $763,000. So. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. There's That'd one on eBay point. for five hundred ten. Damn. But it, it you gonna, 510, you gonna, you gonna it up? not five hundred ten thousand. You gonna grab that? And then there's here's another one for three dollars. What? You gonna grab it? No. Put it put it with your Rockford anything. collection? Yeah, exactly. Obs- obscure items from the Rockford Rockford <laughs> files. Yeah. Um anyway, so yeah, outside, uh, Angel apologizes. He's like, basically, he could see him, but he was just too chicken to say anything because the guy's a killer. <laughs> yeah, Jim's all right. mad at him. Right. And he's like, what use are you, basically? I mean, he doesn't say that, but... Um, so then they go back to his place, and Beth is at his place. So this is the first time in our experience with the show that we meet Beth. But Beth is uh, like a series regular. Um, she's played by... Um, Gretchen, I always want to say her name wrong, Gretchen Corbett, who she was on our, right? We did the Wonder Woman where she fights that monkey. With the oh, yeah, monkey. yeah, that's right. She was in that. And, uh, she, you know, she did a lot of things, I mean, 70s, 80s and later. Yeah. yeah. Um, But I guess and I looked it up to see because I couldn't remember. I thought she was his secretary, but she was his lawyer, but also sometimes girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. They were they were there and they kind of talk about the case or whatever and then mm-hmm. on the on the way out Jim does give her a a kiss uh, right you could tell Beth isn't really fond of having Lori around you know right. she'll talk to right. her but kind of like and like when he's leaving when they're leaving she's already out the door and she's like who is she who is that who's that bitch and he's like fishing buddy and that's when he gives her the kiss yeah right right um, player player. All right. Oh, so then we go to the zoo. Oh. What's that? We go to the zoo. The zoo. Right, but (laughs) I'm trying to think. I'm looking at my notes. Sorry. I think before they go there, they're trying to figure out what, like, why he was pretending like he didn't know her at the airport. And they're, like, figuring out, like, where it was that they didn't want, he didn't want her to know that she was at or something. He was at. And they figure, because somehow they find out he went to Detroit, right? Did we go to the library? Well, yeah, she, she, no, that's after the zoo. Okay. But they figure out something about Detroit. It's the, the yeah, that's originally where she, that's originally where she said, she's like, yeah, you went to Detroit. I booked it myself, yeah. you know? So, yeah, they, so they knew that. Um, okay. Then they go to the zoo. Then they go to the zoo. So I just, I, Honestly, I was like, "Why? Are, what is this? They're at the zoo. There's two men in suits at the zoo. <laughs> two men uh, in three-piece suits at the zoo. Right, nothing right. weird about that at all. And one of them's feral, and they're and they're talking, but nothing that made any sense to me. Right. And then I'm like, Are they both like CIA or like one FBI and one CIA? Right. I couldn't figure uh, uh, it out. And and I'm like, Did I miss something? I don't know what's going on here. They're talking very cryptically, and then yeah. finally, Farrell's just like. I'm just going to say it, you know, so we're clear. I'm going to kill him and in Kansas if, City, it, yeah. Yeah, in Kansas City and if you if you try to play the hero, I'm going to kill you too. Right. So, all right, thanks for clearing that up. That's what I needed to hear because I didn't know what the hell he was talking about, but <laughs> uh, So But if I've ever in a uh, a zoo and I see two dudes in three-piece suits just talking to each other, I know immediately it's some sort of spy organization. Yeah, you know someone's gonna someone's gonna die. Right, I'd be like, I'm out of here. There's right. a sniper somewhere, and <laughs> I don't want to get caught in the crossfire. Yeah, exactly. Something is going down. Someone uh, is going to drop a bag somewhere that someone else is going to pick up. Right, it's just a, a, <laughs> something. A like chain that. of events is going to happen right here. That's. <laughs> um, um, so now we're back at the airport. Uh, they're basically they're trying to get the passenger manifest for his flight to see if he's on it and the lady that's working there comes back she's like are you sure about the name she's like must be a computer follow-up or something because it's not on here his name's not on there so he wants to want to a different name or whatever right and i'm trying to think of what kind of computer follow-up but i guess there would be computers back in use back then so human error mike it's always human error right exactly but now um, they go to the library. Finally, they go to microfilm. the library, right? Yeah. They've been, this is like a school field trip. They're at the library, <laughs> the zoo, 
you know, <laughs> the coin shop. It's, the airports. Yeah. Back when you could just like walk around the airport wherever you wanted. With a weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're at the, the, the library and they're looking through, I guess, the microfiche of the n- newspapers. At first I was like, what are they doing? But they were checking around the dates that this dude traveled to right. the cities that he traveled to see yes. if anything went down. So they, they did end up finding um, some things like Detroit. In Detroit, some dude was assassinated. Yeah. Um, like, a, you know, a day after he flew there or a couple days after he flew there or something. And then, you know, they started going through the other cities and same thing. There, You know, someone was run off the road and someone in Miami, I don't know, something else. There was different things in all these cities, right? Which, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you could probably pick any cities and any date at random and find something like that. But, um, but it kind of, you know, leads a trail for him, but yeah. Um, and they figure, so, yeah, something's going on with organized crimes, but they can't really figure out what it is. And then I think Rockford somehow pieces it together. I don't know if he, he, he knows this, but he's like, they were all supposed to testify before some subcommittee or something of, Oh, they were going to sell out to some crime bosses. Yeah, something like that. So okay. he he, tie, he tied it all together, um, and he did want. He's like, and he didn't want you to say anything, so he tried to kill you. Not you, Mike, but Lori. No, and, I know. Um, and then, um, so that they do get Dennis to, you know, or they say they're going to get Dennis to bring him in for questioning again. Yeah, because then the he and Jim and. Lori, I'll go to that ho- the guy's house, right? Right, right. Then yeah, that's com- that's common. That the police will bring right a citizen to- and a civilian. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, or a civilian. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I think. A citizen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, <laughs> so then a maid answers the door, and she's like, "Oh no, he left." She's like, "God, oh, do, do you know where?" And she says, "No." It's like <laughs> Jim Rockford. He's like, "Does he have like any kind of desk calendar or anything laying around that I could take a look at?" <laughs> And she's like, no. I she knows her so. rights. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And they're like, oh, I wonder where he went. Maybe to you know kill somebody. And they're like, the airport. They figured out he's going to the airport to go oh, to Kansas next, City. His next kill. Yeah, exactly. And um, so they oh. go to the airport, and Lori somehow. Oh, finds actually, the he doesn't know home. he's going to Kansas City because Lori. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Lori. Lori finds a flight. I don't know how she knows she, people at the airport. She found him in the flight manifest. Okay, because he goes by his he goes by his regular name. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't want to cover anything up here, but um. So then they're like, "Hey, we'll just shake him up a little bit, page him over the intercom." Right, and I was like, "What?" When like, I don't know. To me, that's like a big red flag. Um, but they do, and I don't know what this has to do with anything. But the guy that he was talking with at the zoo is there, and he like gives him a nod, and you can tell he's like hiding a gun under his coat or right. something like that. And so Farrell takes off. So I'm thinking, okay, what did the intercom have to do with this scene? They were just trying to shake him up. The I don't know, s- slow him down. I guess I'm not yeah, sure. I, I don't know. I mean, I get that could make you nervous, but yeah, I just don't. I don't see it. Um, all right, so then the chase is on. There's a there's like a foot race or a f- chase. Um, everybody's running. Yeah. So the the dude is running after Farrell, Rockford, and then the cop are running after the dude. And you know, I don't know. They're just running. They end up outside. Right. Outside, like on the ramp. You know, no problems. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and then like this kind of came out of nowhere. The dude just shoots Farrell like point blank. Just right. like right up to him, boom, and drops him. Right, and, but first uh, Farrell says to that guy, "I read you your rights," but the other right. the other guy shoots him. Right. Yeah, and and that did throw me. Um, but then they explain that. They a explain bit. it. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so then the the cops the or the cop Dennis and the and Rockford go after the the shooter, um, and they chase him into a hangar, and um, and Dennis like. You know, Dennis. Uh, you know, he takes takes lead, kind of runs point to point, uh, but he eventually takes a bullet in the leg, <laughs> and uh, Rockford drops the guy. Uh, right. As soon as he gets shot, he's like, 
shoot him, Rockford. <laughs> and one yeah. shot, and he takes him out. Yeah, because like, the guy I like, like the fall too. The guy like, up in an airplane. airplane. Yeah, the guy hitting yeah. like the only airplane in the hangar. Again, yeah. instead of just running through the hangar and going out the other side or doing something like that, he hides like in the only place you could hide. Really, I don't know that you, that you can't get out of. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Uh, um, and then I so I think I think where they explain the whole read, read your rights thing. This is at the very end where they're at the pool, right? And Rockford's waiting on Dennis, kind of. Yeah, I think it's like at her uh, Lori's apartment. Okay, so yeah, so Dennis is like laid up, you know, with the gunshot, but he's like, "Hey, can you hand me that bag of chips?" You know, and like Rockford's kind of serving him. Um, but the, with the, the whole story or the deal was that, all right, let me see if I get this right. <laughs> so good luck. Farrell, this is like common courtesy in the business. Uh, Farrell tells the guy at the zoo was actually this other mob boss's bodyguard. So he tells him, Hey, I'm going to kill your boss. If you get my way, I'm going to kill you. So that's like, I guess, professional courtesy. Um, and you would expect the bodyguard to step aside, which would mean he's not doing his job at all. Um, so it's kind of confusing. But turns out this guy took his job seriously and uh, instead shot shot Farrell. So, so reading your rights is like you know giving you the opportunity to step aside, I suppose. But the thing is, like, why was the bodyguard not even with the boss? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Already, already not fulfilling his job. But, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. and then uh, at this point, uh, Lori's like, hey, I got to pay you back. I got to pay you back. You know, Rocky, Rocky. It's like, no, no, anytime. You don't need any money. No, just anytime you need any help. And she's like, oh, thanks. And then, you know, Jim says to Rocky, this better be the greatest steak ever or something like that. Yeah. And that was the end. Cut to freeze frame. That's pretty good, Mike. Make that? Yeah, I like that's good. And that's where I wrote not the best episode, but not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Entertaining. <laughs> Got me through it. Yeah. It was, you know, still a classic Rockford in some ways. It still is yeah. whiny. Not whiny. I shouldn't say whiny. Kind of Who's just whiny. Dickish. That's what I said, not whiny. Kind of dick he's kind of like a little bit of a he's just kind of a little bit of a dick. Not like a you know, he just gets frustrated with people very well, easily. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't play. Yeah, you know him. what I think it is is I think it's because he is an underpaid PI. He, he's like overqualified, underpaid. He gets a, I mean, but what does he get? Like two hundred bucks a day? Does he ever? I mean, does he ever really get? <laughs> <paid? Does> he <laughs> I don't know. But I'm saying like two hundred bucks a day again. Back then, that's a lot of money. Yeah, but I think he you normally, know, you know, typically ends up getting screwed. So yeah, but, you know, leaves well, you in a bad mood. But that's because it's always that's because it's always women that come to him for jobs, and he feels bad about charging them. Yeah, especially if Rocky gets involved, and Rocky's like, "No, <laughs> no, no, no charge. <laughs> come by the trailer later." Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, anyway, yeah. That that's it. the end of that. that Another offered. successful mission. Another case closed. We got to find next time we do one of these. Tom Selleck was in a couple of these. We got to find one of those. What? Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> I was just reading about, I was just like looking at um, the Wikipedia page, and I guess he was in a couple of episodes. But That's awesome. Yeah, we totally have to. Wow. I don't know. I don't know. That's like. What era. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I don't know. We haven't really, we haven't talked much, so I'm not sure what we're doing next well remember i threw out that night rider episode at yeah 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 let's do that let's do that Uh, now i forgot what it's called so did i i forgot who was in it and why we said that but uh i think i know here it is it's the chameleon night of the chameleon night of the chameleon so i saw a tiktok about this um and i wish i can remember the tiktok name but the guy does like He does like fake recaps of like the show, like with, and it's it's funny. And I saw one of this, and I'm like, this looks like the wildest episode because it's about a guy who uses his gift as a master of his 
disguised to escape on the way to a court hearing. And at one point, he disguises himself as Michael Knight. So oh, I'm like, sweet. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, this is probably not a good episode. Michelle, if you are listening, uh, Night of the Chameleon, uh, please let us know your thoughts before we uh, do it. <laughs> we're I'm doing it guess- anyway. Well, we're, yeah, we're doing it anyway. <laughs> but I'm guessing it's probably not great. And uh, first thing I got to look, is it a Bonnie or April episode? Isn't the there? Where's, yeah, I know you're talking about like this guy like being disguised as Michael Knight, but isn't there one where he's got like an evil twin? Yeah, we did that. that oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we did that. <laughs> that's how I know that. <laughs> Garth. I mean, he was. Garth, there was a yeah. few of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'll be know, that'll be good though. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, we haven't done a Night Rider one alone. Oh, it is a Bonnie episode. That's good. Okay. You have a preference. Season- Season three, episode eleven. What's that? You have a preference, a Bonnie or a? Yeah, but I don't know. I like Bonnie better. Okay. Oh yeah, this is the one with Ogre in it. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, he's that a Chicago the, boy. That isn't was he? the other reason why. All right, good. That's good. I have a story about him. Did you tell it before? I can't remember. I I don't think so. What's that? A, a guy a guy I worked with was renting a apartment from him in chicago oh yeah i'll save i'll save the story for for this okay the, the next one that's, it's a good that's, story that's a good idea it's okay. it's short good story though so stay tuned next time for night rider and a story about ogre but <laughs> you should probably look up his real name but uh donald gibb all right oh and, and his character's name in this episode is gibbs ogre <laughs> okay <laughs> I like when people's right. I like when people's names in a show are the same as their real name, like the, like too. the joke about Tony Danza. Like every episode, every show, he's named Tony, so he knows who they're talking to. Yeah, that's how I'd want to do it too. You know, <laughs> even, even yeah. get confused. All right. But... Anything else you gotta say, Mike? No. Nope. About this one or anything else? All right. That's Me it. Either. All right. For this episode, I used to watch this. I am Mike Forgetto, and I'm Mike Sullivan. We'll see you next time. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedThe2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.